Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 60 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Tisha Bunkston from Idaho Falls, Idaho, coming to us from a very cold and snowy. I think she had six inches of snow the day we recorded, but she is growing an amazing business there in Idaho. She just opened her second location. And wow, she has such a great story about needing to create something for her after she just had her second child. At only three months old, she started to create this new business that has grown into a multiple location business within the first two years. She explains herself as a new veteran of the industry. She has taken a ton of trainings and certifications in order to keep up her her level of education and knowledge in the industry, and she really strives to be the best. So listening to this interview, you can get a ton of information from her as to how she's been able to grow her business so far in the first two years, including charging what you are worth. Your time is valuable. That's one of the keys to her success. And also, she talks a lot about employees, compensation, how to handle that. She hasn't figured it out yet, but I tell you what, she's tried more ways than I've heard most have. So make sure you listen in, get out a pen and a piece of paper again. Thank you so much for listening, Tisha. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a true pleasure to get to know you a little bit better as one of our, obviously, Sunless family members at Sunless Evolution. Thank you so much. And for those of you that are listening, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for sunless tanning professionals. These websites are optimized out of the box to help you get found online. I cannot stress that enough. These websites, not only do they look professional and look beautiful and make your business look very, very nice, but they also get you found online, which I know none of the competitors of, you know, the Wix and Wheelies of the worlds and things like that, GoDaddy website builders, they do not do that for you. Sure, they say they come with SEO things, but I can't stress enough that ours are optimized for you as a spray tanner out of the box. So not to beat that drum too much, but I just like to say that because I'm passionate about it and I know that it can provide great returns for you. Check us out, happytans.com forward slash website. Come to the website and click the create your website button to learn more. If you have any questions at all, as always, don't hesitate to reach out, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for your unwavering support. Much love to everybody and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Tisha Buxton from Idaho. How are you doing today, Tisha? I am so, so good. I'm cold, but I'm good. Yeah, six inches of snow last <laughs> night. Wow. Yes. <laughs> More than I need. <laughs> yes. Very good. Well, Tisha, let me open up the floor for a minute to let you introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your backstory, how long you've been in the industry, whatever you want to share. We are all ears. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on this podcast. This was actually, I've listened to every episode, maybe several times when I was first starting my business. And I feel so honored. So, um, okay. So like you said, my name is Tisha Buxton. I've been in the spray tan industry for two years. And it kind I used to be scared to say that number. Um, but now... I feel like I'm a veteran, even though I'm young. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a young veteran in the tanning industry. Um, okay, so started my 
business two years ago, um, I had my second baby and my kids tend to have some health issues. Um, they have like severe acid reflux and we have to go see specialists. Basically my babies are in a lot of pain and that as a mom is very hard. Babies are hard in general for everyone in the family. But, um, when you're at home with them and they just cry all the time and you can't do anything to help them. I noticed that I started to go into a very dark place and I, I think kind of subconsciously I knew I needed something that was mine and I could control because mm-hmm. I couldn't control, you know, my daughter's pain. So, um, and I had always, I was fascinated with this, with spray tans, the science behind it. Um, and I wanted it to be, I kept getting them cause I was fascinated with it. Right. I'm like a tan in 15 minutes and I'm not getting <laughs> the damage from it, sign me up. And I kept getting them and they just weren't, I was like, why isn't this awesome? Like this could be so awesome. Why isn't this great? There has to be something with it. And I noticed one thing in my area is that it was always like an add on service. These, um, beauty professionals, they did it as they did like hair or they were an esthetician and like did it on the side. Cause you learned that in beauty school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kind of nobody here. It's like their niche and mm-hmm. their love and their passion. So that's what I did is I went out and I, it's not um, certified here in Idaho sure, or regulated or whatever. So I decided I was going to go and take all of the trainings and all of the courses. And I was going to fill that need that I had for myself. (laughs) So that's what I did is I went and did all the certifications and trainings and I wanted to be an expert in my field. Um, And yeah, yeah, so that's what I did. And it, I knew that I would, I would really like it and enjoy it because I love, I love women and I Mm -hmm. love connecting with people. I'm a very like open book And so I wanted the connection that way. I wanted an escape for my screaming daughter. And I did not realize what I was going to find that it is seriously my addiction. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if my husband really likes that, but it was funny. (laughs) I remember the day when I was like, okay, babe, I'm, I've ordered my, my course and I'm taking it and we're going to do this. And he was like, okay, and it's going to be like a part-time thing. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, just like here and there. And he looked at me and just laughed and was like, you don't know how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, no, 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 because I was also a competitive dance coach at the time. So I was like, no, like I don't have time, you know. This will just be like, we just have a need for it. It's really for myself. So anyways, and now I look back on that and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he saw right through that. I don't know how to do anything small that's for sure well that's a good thing to have i mean i I think obviously better than the alternative people that think small it's just i mean it sounds like a natural thing for you whatever you know your upbringing whoever you're around maybe kind of shape that uh not obviously discrediting you it's it's you but yeah there's some reason that that happens that's really that's an awesome story um and we didn't even mention your company name the sun gun and you're in uh, idaho falls idaho Idaho falls yes which where i mean where's that in relation to boise because i think that's the most well-known yeah so we're like four hours away okay. their weather is a little bit nicer than ours okay a bigger city and yeah, yeah. yeah. boise is like a big tech 
place now. A lot of tech mm-hmm. companies going. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very cool. Well, uh, needless to say, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I picked up from what you were saying. So, I mean, this kind of jumps forward in the typical flow of the questions. Mm-hmm. But so you went online, found some training, basically, and then mm-hmm. took that, bought a kit. Is that what happened? Um. Yes. So I did research for probably a couple months once I made the decision, because mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm going to invest this money, which we don't have a lot of, I don't want to make the decision of picking the wrong course. And that kind of um, held me back a little bit, that mm-hmm. fear of making the wrong decision. And I wish I can remember the day that I just like pulled the trigger. I reached out to several spray tanners that I mm-hmm. had started following. You know, you go down that wormhole and you're yeah. just following everyone and you're Googling stuff and the excitement of the new and it was great. And I reached out to several people and asked them, you know, what machines do you recommend? What, which is what we see a lot of um, that comes through on a lot of the, the Facebook groups. Yeah. Yep. The forums. I, I got on a ton of those and um, it was, I had a big turning point before I even started the handful of people that were so supportive and would just share with me. And then the people that wouldn't even respond. And I remember in that moment thinking, I never want to be that person. I mean, nothing against them, but I always want to come across as sharing and giving and because it meant so much to me in the beginning when those spray tanners did that for me. So after all that research and then finding the course um, and I ended up taking several and I ended up taking um, the spray tan class Mm -hmm. and I took contouring from Katie Quinn and these are all online ones. And then the most recent one that I did was with Sunless Evolution with Jimmy Coco. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to kind of take all of those and then take pieces that worked for me and kind of yeah. morph it into this whole thing that worked that worked for me. And we all spray different, just like when we took Jimmy's and he even said, like, I spray totally different. Don't let it freak you out. But it yeah. was so cool. Like... I learned something from each course that I took. But one thing I wish I would have done, which would have saved me so much time in my business is instead of doing it on online, maybe both, I would have loved to do an online and one-on-one in person. Yeah, definitely. The in-person is so valuable, but it's like time, money. It's, there's so many factors. Yeah, And sometimes you just can't. And like at my point in my life, like I couldn't, yeah. do that. And so it was great. I even made my husband get certified so he could spray me. I <laughs> ended up firing him. He did awful. Oh, so. <laughs> Sorry for your husband. I'll tell him. Chris, Chrissy hasn't <laughs> fired me yet, but maybe someday she will. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like that. Um, I, I like what you said and kind of put in perspective for a lot of people that can't maybe either afford or just can't, you know, make the time to travel, to take a training but you still didn't like let that be an excuse or reason not to get started. And I just try to challenge people. I get a lot of emails from people like they're thinking about X, Y, and Z. Maybe they're overthinking Mm -hmm. this or they're not confident. I'm like, look, you just have to jump in like all and you have to, you have to start spraying. You have to get confident. The only way you do that is practice. You practice on friends, family do is, I don't know, 200 free tans. Who cares? Like learn Mm -hmm. the the ropes. Yes. Jump into it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So two years in business, um, you know, 
relatively young in the industry, I guess, relatively new in business. Two years isn't too long, but like you said, you're, you're kind of a veteran, I guess. You've, you've learned <laughs> yeah. a lot, took in a lot of information. Obviously, you're part of Sunless Evolution, so you're amongst uh, a lot of wonderful people in our Sunless family there. Uh, but what I, I like to touch on a couple of points in business, uh, one being a low point, like the, the worst moment you've had in your business. And on the flip side of that, the best moment you've had sh- so far. So I'll open the floor for, for you to share those. Okay. So the worst, so the low point in my business would probably be when I befriended a, I actually, I ran into um, someone and found out that she did spray tanning out of her house and she started asking me questions. And like I said, I'm an open book. And so I started sharing and was like, Hey, you need to spray me and I'll spray you. Um, and so we kind of created this friendship and I definitely spearheaded it because my whole, like I kind of mentioned before, I wanted to go into this as my whole mindset is collaboration over competition. Mm-hmm. And so um, started that relationship. We grew, we're great friends, shared tips, tricks. It was great. Um, and then there happened to be a time where she was going, I, my business was growing so much that I needed to bring on an employee. She reached out to me and said that, you know, she would love to work for me. Now she had been spraying for eight years. And so I was very hesitant at the time to hire her, but my husband was like, well, you wouldn't even have to train her. She already knows how to spray and everything. Anyways, long story short, once I sent over the um, non-compete about um, like clients and you, you know, she wouldn't be able to spray out of her house anymore. Like she would be part of the team and the brand. Yeah. Um, I don't think that it aligned, which was great. Like that's what that non-compete is for is to protect you and your business and just make sure, you know, everyone's on the same page. Sure. So it sounded like we weren't aligned, which was fine. So she told me that she was just going to focus on her fitness um, programs that she has. She's like insanely built. She's awesome. And so I was like, perfect. That sounds great. You know, no worries. Um, and then come fast forward two weeks and I found out she started her own spray tan business, um, wow. which was fine. Um, but I just wish I would have known it was the way that it kind of all went down. It really, really hurt me. Sure. Um, and then she actually reached out to the place where I was renting from to try to get my space. Wow. So that was a big low, but also a great learning point for me because if that wouldn't have happened, I would still, I was at that point in my business where I was comfortable and I had my clients coming in, everything was in a rhythm and that needed to happen looking back at it now because it lit a fire under me again. I got angry (laughs) and so I, what I did was I unfollowed because not that I didn't want to support her, but I just didn't want to see it um, because it started, it was starting to affect my creativity and block me and put me in a bad headspace. So unfollowed and went and got a different space um, because the one that I was in was starting to turn a little bit toxic too. So Mm. went and got a new space and then just more opportunities opened up to me where, you know, other spray tanners reaching out to me to 
come shadow me and do one-on-one trainings with me, which I never would have thought to do before. And it was very, it was a very good turning point for my business. And since then I've moved to another bigger spot and then opened up a second little spot in a town nearby. So that low ended up turning into kind of a, a high at the same at the same time. Wow, so. that, was, that, was a, that was a great story. I mean, it's unfortunate that it happened, but fortunate, I guess, in a way, it was a great story. I felt like I was in the, in the situation with you. And it's funny how, yeah. that, how that happens a lots of times where you're the worst moment. It can make or break you. Look, some people would have just folded it and said, okay, this isn't for me. But um, I like the focus you had to kind of relit a fire under you. It's, it's, you know, like you said, a lot comfort is really the killer. It's really what hurts everybody. Um, everybody gets in that situation. So, uh, but that, and I really love the fact that you went in, you know, unfollowed her, blocked her, just so you didn't let that get, get to your head and f- mess with your creativity, yeah. probably your everything, like taking care of your clients oh, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I challenge a lot of people that are like, Oh my God, look at this. Somebody popped up down the street. Don't pay attention to that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you've, you've paved your own way. You're there for a reason, you know, and yeah. uh, we've seen that all the time. And then, you know, six months later, a year later, the other person, went out of business. They might be able to create, you know, a business and offer tans for $10 cheaper, but it's just not sustainable most of the time. So right. that's a great way to. Exactly. Well, and it's, if it hasn't happened yet in your business, it will, it, will. Yeah. it just comes with growth, you know, and you know, um, someone told me when I was kind of struggling with it, they were like, she's been spraying for eight years. You've been spraying for one at this point. And you already have, like, it doesn't matter the time. It's what you do with the time that you've had in your industry. And so with anyone, if it's going to happen, it's what you do with it and move forward and let it fuel you. Yeah. And, you know, the non-competes are great to kind of scare people away or else prevent it like this. But in most cases, at least from what I understand and the attorneys I've talked to, it's like, mm-hmm. they're not really enforceable because oh, exa- they, oh, exactly. they they're just down. a scare tactic. Yeah, for they sure. don't want to shut people down from doing yeah. business and making money and feeding their right. family. Right. Um, and another thing I was going to say is, yeah, I, I mean, the situation and typically what happens is you hire somebody, they start learning and then they're like, Oh shoot, they're charging, you know, $40 for 10. I'm only getting 15 or 20. I can do this and make all of it but they don't see <laughs> behind closed doors, you know, what's going on, how you got there, the money investment, time investment, the bookkeeping, and they don't understand business and taxes and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, it's easy to see it from the outside. And I, I can imagine uh, we've all been employees at some point, you know, how that feels sometimes you're like, Oh my gosh, I could do this so much better. Or Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's such a good thing. And sometimes I even shared a little bit, on my social media, I was starting to get like a big influx of people being like, Oh, I want to do spray tans. And I was like, girl, if you do, I will help you. But first let me tell you what you're getting into. (laughs) And after I kind of laid it all down, I think about five of them were like, Oh yeah, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds like (laughs) a lot of work. And I was like, yeah, okay. I'm just telling you. So then I was like, okay, I need to make sure I'm being very transparent too on my feed that it is not all butterflies and rainbows. It is a lot of work. Well, and that's part of the reason why the podcast is the fact that I wanted people to see what really goes on behind the scenes. And I mean, yours is two years, but some people have been doing this 10 years, you know, it's like, it's not just 
uh, an overnight success. And I don't want people, the, the main thing was people were getting discouraged and quitting or giving up. I'd rather yeah. tell them upfront, Hey, it's going to be this much work and then not do it than to start and then get down on themselves and quit. So yeah. it's kind of a, a double edged sword, but you want to help kind of provide that for people. Well, um, that's an amazing story and so great that you took it that way and were able to roll with the, the punches, so to speak, and how far you've come now to two locations, which is great. And how far is the second location? I mean, the main ones in, in Idaho Falls, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. The other one's in Rexburg, Idaho. And that one, um, my friend, she opened up a salon. And so our clients are very similar. My, my tans are the most expensive here in my area wow. by far, but I definitely feel like I hold a value. Mine is a luxury service and they, sure. they get a different experience when they come get one of my 45 to $50 tans versus someone else's that charges 25. Yeah. So anyways, we kind of have the same clientele and she actually had um, her spot was a restaurant and they remodeled it. And she asked me if I wanted to take the boys bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she's like, it's a weird space. Like we're not going to use it, but I think your tent would fit in there. And I have a lot of clients that drive 45 minutes to come see me in Idaho Falls. Mm. So I was like, well, shoot, if we can get the toilet out of there and Clorox the crap out of it, like let's make it work. And mm. so that's what we did. And so I'm just in this little, this little room back there, but it works out great. Cause like I said, I get, the foot traffic I'm already in the same space as my ideal client because they're yeah. coming to her for their hair so yeah and then it comes back to their in that case it's the add-on service but you're still like a provide a niche a niche however you want to say a provider of the service yes yeah, yep. yeah very cool and are you so that one's about 45 minutes away yes and mm -hmm. are you operating in that or is somebody doing it for you or no I am okay. I'm finding I'm having a hard time with employees honestly yeah. yep. bringing that on because you have the growth but then people want me <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. finding and so <laughs> that's hard like I can train them to spray identical to me they're great with people but they're not the ones who they're seeing on my on my feet all the time and so I'm still taking courses learning what I can do better to be a boss and manage people. Yeah. Um, so right now in the Rexburg spot, I'm just there because I'm trying to cultivate those relationships and yeah. yeah. But eventually, I would like to have someone else there. Of course. Yeah, and it looks like you have two, another person on your site, so maybe they they help. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's it's a completely different skill set when you get into managing people. I've done it in oh my, my past gosh. life, and it's yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I do it some now, but it's yeah, it's it's a completely. It is a thing. whole nother world. It is very very true. Yeah, it's like uh, you you work so hard and you're so good at getting yourself to a certain point where you're like, okay, I need help. Like there's so many people in Sunless Evolution and Happy Tense followers that are at that point where maybe during the slow time, not so much, but the busy season, it's like like hold on for the ride because it's going to be yes. busy, you know, 20 hour days. <laughs> you have people spraying until 4 a.m., which isn't healthy. And it's mm -hmm. like, uh, okay, bringing somebody else in is a, is a necessity, but it's the challenge and the next step in the process, which is where people get caught up. So, um, you know, as we always say, hire, hire for personality, train on skill. So that's the best advice that uh, you can get for sure about that. Yeah. But yes. uh, it is hard to find people that want to put the work in. So. It is. But I'm determined to figure it out. I you will it. figure it out. Of course. I'm like, I just got to 
Cause you need it. You get to the point in your business where you, you need that with yeah. that growth. You can't do it all by yourself at a, mm -hmm. for a certain point. I mean, I guess you can, you just have to give up something else. And I, yeah. I'm not willing to give up certain things. Yeah. So. Or, or if your goal is only to do, you know, 20 tens a week by yourself, Yeah, you can get there for sure. And for I'm curious yeah. if whatever if you're an open books, you might share, how yeah. does that work yeah. with the, the uh, lady that works with you? How is that? Um, how do you pay her or whatever? That's a question. Yeah. Okay. So I've done this a couple different ways. So maybe let me explain the different ways that I've done it sure. um, and what I learned from that. So my first technician that I brought on, I paid her per tan. So, okay. and she was a 1099. Yep. And here in Idaho, we have like different rules where I know in some other states, those are harder to, they get kind of messy. You have to be really careful. Mm -hmm. Anyways, in Idaho, I don't know. We can still carry guns, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I paid her per tan and uh, I'm trying to think, I think I paid her $10 a tan and we did like a training, a trial period for um, once she hit her 20 tans. For some reason to me, I feel like once you hit your 20th person, you start to have that muscle memory and like you're kind of, you got your confidence, like you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Um, you've probably had every weird scenario that could happen and you've overcome it. You faced it till you made it type of thing. So yeah. um, then once she hit those 20 tans, she got you know, a dollar raise from that. So I was paying her, I think I actually bumped her up a couple times. So by the time she was with me for that little stint, um, I was paying her $12 a tan, okay. which was great. Um, but then when I sat down with my bookkeeper, she was like, ouch. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a lot. Cause yeah. really she was using my equipment, my solution, my place, my booking system, I was supplying her with clients. She would literally just show up and spray. Wow. So it kind of didn't give her enough skin in the game. Um, but obviously she really loved it. She was making $24 an hour pretty much because she could spray two girls an hour. Yeah. So that's a really good gig for her. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but great learning experience for me. So second employee that I brought on, I was going to change it to be hourly and she would be an employee. I wanted more control over the schedule. If I told them we're doing a bridal fair, I wanted control over telling them, I want you to be there. Cause with my first technician, I felt like I couldn't say that. I could just say, do you want to come? Because technically she wasn't an employee. So I wanted more say that way. So okay. my um, second technician, I paid her $8 an hour. And then after she hit her 20 tans out of her trial, it, she got $2 a tan on top of that. So she got like a little, she got more every time she was spraying a client. Cause sure. I also brought her on to be um, my assistant in the salon, making sure things needed to be ordered and all of that. Um, and with that, I found she was tending to kind of run the clock or uh, yeah come in when there wasn't clients or it shouldn't take you three hours to clean the salon. Now this is a lot on me though, as well, because we're never in the salon at the same time because it's a, like a salon suite. I would spray on certain days. She would spray on certain days. So a lot of that was just her, you know, reading my mind thinking, 
a deep clean of the salon should take three hours where in my mind, no, that should take 20 minutes. Yeah. So that was a big learning thing for us. Um, but I thought I figured it out with like, Oh, she's money motivated. Okay. I can, I can fix this. We're going to switch to commissions. So now we are strictly commissions and she gets paid per tan. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when she sells retail, she gets, uh, 20%. And then when she does add-ons, she also gets 20% of those okay. add-ons. If that's face contouring, um, doing like bumping up to our deeper bronzer solution, which I named Double Dark. I like to change the names of my colors, yeah. not for people not to know, just so I can be different. Yeah. And branding. Um, it's branding. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> we'll have people vote on the names. Um, it's really that's cool. fun. That's cool. Yeah, so that's how we're at now. Commissions and percentages for add-ons and retail. That's really cool to hear. You've tried a, a few things. And um, yeah, one thing I want to extract before we get into the pricing is I like that you have your clientele involved in the naming process and all that stuff. I mean, you've seen mm -hmm. that in San Luciba. We kind of keep it open. Like, hey, we want you uh -huh. guys to help. You know, you, you're part yeah. of it for sure, 100%. And it's the same thing for your clients, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, you feel like you're part of something. Uh, the pricing structure is interesting. And I think a lot of people that <laughs> listen to the podcast will be interesting, uh, interested to hear that what you were saying, uh, you know, when your account was saying what 12 out of 40, $12 of the 45 was too much to pay mm -hmm. per 10. Um, that'd be interesting. Cause I think a lot of people are really lost in the structure and some of them I've heard, um, obviously I'm not going to talk about anybody's specific details, but up to like 50% they're paying yes. per 10. Mm -hmm. So your people, I mean, if you're charging $50 a tan, people are making $50 an hour if they get two tans in, which is, yep. I mean, that's better than nurses and probably doctors get paid. Yes, so it's like exactly. And I, when we were first going over numbers, right? Like you think like, oh man, only $12 a tan. Like, I don't think that's enough. But when we broke it out with my accountant and she was like, you are supplying the machine. You are paying rent. You are paying for your booking system. And she was like, I'm pretty sure you trained her. So your yeah. education also costs. Um, and then all of the marketing that I do, yeah. I do a ton of marketing on social media and have paid a lot of money for the education. Yeah. And so she was like, when you break all of that out, they should be paying you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should be paying you to use your equipment and solution. And, yeah, and when, and honestly, like I know people that will do that they'll have to like help pay for certain things. But for me, it hurts my brain to think about it that way. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So for me, that didn't make sense. And who knows, maybe next month I'll try that grant. Cause obviously <laughs> I'm just trying all sorts of things. Um, no, but, it's, yeah, it's, I don't think there's any, right. It's not so black and white. There's no right or wrong answer. Right. It's just kind of interesting to hear that you've tried the different methods to see what works. It's, I mean, it sounds like the commission structure is great. People kind of get that. Oh, it's very and, motivating. Yeah, yep. it's motivating. And you want people that are motivated. Otherwise, yes. hourly people typically, like you said, will milk the clock, sit around. Mm -hmm. And the other way, uh, maybe getting paid too much. I mean, if your yours was about, what is that, about 25%. I know people that are up to 50% that they're mm -hmm. giving to them. And also, 
you know, don't let this skew your decision. If you are running your business differently, if you're, if you're having your or your people do your, their own marketing, obviously that's yeah. a different situation. And also the whole 1099 and, and, um, you know, kind of a regular employee is something to consider because it's everywhere. It's every state is different, but typically if they're performing daily activities, like an employee, they can't be 1099. They right. should be a regular, you know, W I think it's W nine employee. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think they have to, like if you're buying solution for them, you're doing their supplies, then they're technically not a 1099 too. Yeah, they're, they're an employee. So there's yeah. more like things. Yeah. But. If they're wearing a uniform or if you require them to wear a uniform, mm-hmm. there's little things that they could technically get you on. Yep. So be careful. Please consult with an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Somebody that knows this stuff, an attorney, because we are not uh, lawyers. So, yes, no. <laughs> um, so how did you get your first paying customer or client? Um, I... That is a great question. I, I just heard you were working at a dance studio. I was like, did you not, yeah. is that like kids dance or older? Dance? Yes. Yeah. Know. So okay. we were a competitive team. So okay. I was in charge of the five-year-olds and man, they had my heart. They were so sassy. I loved them. And then we went clear up to like seniors in high school was kind okay. of like our age range. Okay. Um, and those were not my first paying clients. Mm-hmm. Um, they were my clients, but. Um, my first one was actually my sweet neighbor. She was going on a trip. And I mean, at this point, when I like opened up appointments, I started it out as like a, like a fun surprise. Like, where am I going to pop up? <laughs> and so I did this one and said like, okay, surprise appointment coming today. This is the time that I have. Um, and my sweet neighbor booked it and I was mobile at the time. Um, was trying to be different. And so went to her house, popped up my tent. I think my gun still had the wrapper on it. So <laughs> was like hiding, kind of like taking that off. But still the whole time I'm pretending like this is the hundredth tan that I've done. Like this is normal. I know where to plug it in. Like I'm just kind of facing it till I make it. I'm just exuding that confidence and not letting them see me sweat. Yeah. Um, sprayed her in her living room. It was great. Her kids watched the whole time because they thought it was so cool and (laughs) packed up and left and forgot to have her pay me. So (laughs) she didn't even get paid. (laughs) No. So I think she ended up stopping by the next day and dropped it off to me. But yeah, that's funny. First, first person who says they didn't get paid on their first day. I know (laughs) was supposed to be, but you know, was so excited with all that adrenaline. I just left. So <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Um, for you, what, uh, I mean, we kind of been through this, but what kind of changes have you had to make, uh, as your day to day kind of operations as business has grown from what it was, you know, two years ago, like literally taking the gun out of the wrapper to two locations oh, now and somebody working with you. Yes. Okay. So some of the changes that I've made is that I, and it took me a while to figure this out, but my ideal client Mm -hmm. and how I was wasting time on the teenagers, Mm -hmm. they might work for some people. They are not mine. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not the ones that are normally paying for the tans. Right. So they don't really care if they do the prep or they're not the ones that are going to, you know, give me really sweet shout outs and reviews and half the time they mess up their tans. And so I was spending so much energy promoting 
you know, sending girls from every single high school in my area, I would spray them for free, send them to school to get my name out. And that was the biggest one that I learned that I don't focus on that anymore. My ideal client is busy moms like myself or my ladies that are going on vacation or my girl that just found her confidence again because, you know, she saw my Instagram project and those are the, so anyways, that was the biggest change that I made was changing my focus and my energy and that helped my business immensely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I mean, Um, I always preach about that and it's hard for people. It's, it's hard to understand the ideal client, but when you get it, you get it, you get it right. Yes, And then, you know, like that's how you find out is when, who are you excited to see on your schedule? Is it Nancy who's a senior in high school or (laughs) is it, you know, Kathy who is coming in every single week and she's just a busy mom that wants to be tan. And then that's how I kind of found out the people that I was excited to see on my schedule. That was my ideal client. And that's where I was going to spend my focus. That's a great way to say it. Sometimes you get emails from clients. You're like, I really don't want to answer this. That's not who you should be working with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's great. And, and, to be, you know, like you said, the high school people, it works for some, yeah, some people make a killing off of it. And then also you never want to be, you know, trying to be the discount tanner because somebody can always go lower, you know, that's where a lot of people get caught. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, I remember the day that I stopped giving discounts was when I knew like I was worth more. Yeah. And uh, sure, my books get filled, but do those girls rebook? Do they come back? No, they're not my ideal client. They just want to, they just want to deal on one of my training tans when I'm training one one of my yeah. technicians. And that's kind of been a hard thing to think about, like, because even with my new, my new spot in Rexburg, trying to build that up and promote it, I have caught myself a couple times almost offering discount tans. Cause I know it'll just book those spots, but I'm like, no, I'm going to hold strong and I'm going to do different promoting things. Yeah. Um, like one of them is we'll do a, I think I learned this from Jessica Braun, bronze bells, but yeah. she'll Jessica do like Grace, a, yeah. yeah, she's my girl. Yeah. Um, she'll do a body wash exchange. So if you bring in, one of your old body washes, she'll give you a discount on one of her tan safe ones. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, her marketing stuff, she's a genius. So anyway, so like trying to think of different things, um, that way I try to be unique. Honestly, I spend most of my time. Yes. Like probably 60% of my time is actually spraying and being with clients. The rest of it is all through social media and marketing because mm-hmm. I can, I can spray someone and it's flawless, but if they don't see me and I mean, my Instagram is essentially my resume. Right. So I Great. spend most of my time and actually lots of education and money in learning how to market myself. And, um, you know, I actually kind of like pull my page. Isn't just tanning. I have my family and myself and, how I freaking wear a wedding dress to a bridal fair to get people <laughs> to see that the tan doesn't rub off on their dresses. Like I share awesome. my life with everyone and That's it's true. not easy for everyone to do that. But for me, 
that's where I love and that's where I get the connection through my yeah. business. Yeah. See everybody, yeah, everybody has to find what works for them, what they're comfortable with. That's, that's great that you realize that and that you're dedicating that time. Um, I love hearing the 60% means 40% on basically growing your business, which is not in your business, but on the business. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, there's amazing spray tan artists out there that people have never heard of because they don't know how to market, which is like the biggest pitfall. So yeah. um, I tell people invest in your education on the business side as well. Once you get your technique down, it's, it's on to the next thing, which is how do I get people in the door? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. So, so I, would almost, I would almost ahead. switch those percentages. Everyone switch up, do 60% yeah. marketing, 40% yeah. spraying and technique once you have it. You know, I think so too. And I, I, would, I would argue with people that I would say it's probably 90% business, 10% of the tanning. <laughs> because yeah. if you have an you know okay what? I artist. I love that more. Yeah. I'm writing that down. <laughs> I mean, if you have an okay artist, and but they can market, I guarantee you they're going to be more booked than somebody that's okay at marketing and a really yeah. good artist. So, yeah. Um, and I honestly think that that's kind of how I started and where my growth came from is because from day one, I was marketing myself. Mm-hmm. And then that. you just grow with the bookings and the more clients that you get. And yeah. so, yeah. And it sounds like you really own the fact that like, yes, I'm a spray tan artist. I, and I posted something in the, in some of the Evo the other day about like, yeah, if you, you got to own what you do and basically like the way that you like carry yourself and it's kind of determines your performance. And that's like, Oh, a lot of people, 100%. Yeah, yes. A lot of people don't see themselves as, they just like, oh, I do spray tan on the side. They don't see themselves as a spray tan artist that also owns a business and is an entrepreneur. There's like so much more to carry when carry yourself that way than just saying, oh, I just do spray tans on the side. If you oh, act yes. like if you act like that and always say that, then you're never going to improve or try to put systems in place to create a business or you know X Y Z. So many things. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. So if you had yeah. to pinpoint one thing that you've done well over the past two years that has meant the most to the growth of your business, what would you say that it is? Connection and supporting others' businesses before mine. Okay. Networking. So yeah, yeah um, in my area. And I, I attribute this honestly to the spray tan community because I feel like we are so cool <laughs> and we are so <laughs> different than everyone else in the beauty industry. Like, when a lot of people will talk to me, so I, I actually, I'm a co-founder of The Hustle Project. We're a nonprofit here in Idaho. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're like a networking group for entrepreneur women. And we let everyone come. Like I even invite all of the spray tanners in my area. Mm -hmm. And people are always like, why do you, why do, you do that? And I'm like, because we're freaking awesome. Spray tanners are awesome. Like we all support each other. I mean, not all of us, but I want us to. And why shouldn't all of us women be like that? Yeah. And especially in the beauty industry, like hair or nails, um, I noticed it's very cutthroat. And so I wanted to change that here. So that's kind of another reason why, you know, collaborating and getting together in these networking groups, just changing the mindset of people. Like you're going to have it, like we already talked about earlier. People are going to come into your lane, be prepared for it. But how are you gonna I mean your initial instinct you're human you're gonna want to kick them out of your lane yeah. and you know put them back in their place and kind of meet their negativity on the same level but if we can get ahead of it and be cultivating like no like we don't have any of that here yeah like we support everyone there's room for us all we're all going 
we're all on our own path. Like, let's just, let's just all do our thing, you yeah, know? And support each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Networking is huge. And I actually was uh, recording one earlier and we were talking about how people get their first paying customer. And typically the way do, people do is through connections and networking, which is great. It just kind of shows the power. And I was just mm -hmm. saying, Hey, you should always look back at that and say, Hey, it worked in the past. I should do it again. And also something that we always talk about when we're saying networking is always go into it as what can I do for them? Not what can they do for me? If you, yeah. if you go into it looking for yourself, you're always going to lose in that situation because people can read right through that. But if I really go to Tisha, Tisha, how can I absolutely help you in your business or whatever? Then you're going to be like, Oh, great. This is awesome. Yeah. And then you're going to return the favor. I mean, it's yep. just natural. So yep. and if you don't, you still do good at the end of the day. So. Yeah. And That's even, cool. even now, like still in our, community like with stephanie and jessica and amanda like all of us when we're like chatting with each other through social media which is another reason why i love it mm -hmm. is i can make those connections with people in hawaii and texas and is that um we i think when we first started our conversations that's how they started was from like hey can i pay you for your time yeah. to pick your brain about this. It wasn't like, what solution are you using? Yeah. It's like, hi, this is my name. I love what you're doing. And those relationships start. Mm -hmm. And so if anything, I would just say, I know you probably, when you're reaching out, like all of us aren't meaning to come across that way. It just, maybe just be a little bit more mindful when you slide into people's DMs of coming from a genuine state um, yeah. and just wanting to start those those relationships. Yeah. Or even if you're going to, you know, obviously we always ask for people's contact info. So I know Tisha's going to mm -hmm. give her out. Even if you reach out to her instead of saying, Hey, what solution do you use? Or what do you do in this situation? Say, Hey, look, I heard your interview on the happy chance podcast. It was great. I really connected with you. At least share some kind of insight into it. Yeah. Not just, Hey, what can you do for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cause then she's going to say, Oh, that's so sweet. By the way, that's, this is what I use. So. <laughs> yes. 100%. Well, yeah. Obviously you'd be, me, you'd be more willing to yeah, share all the things. Of course. Yeah. Now, you, now you have to let me know how many messages you get to say that. Okay. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll get on to a couple more technical spray tank questions. Let's, hey, hey, let's we, do we, it. We just, we just kind of brought this up, but what kind of uh, equipment and solution do you use? Okay. So I use the, I don't, it's like the Allure. Yeah. This is what it says on the machine, but I know like Maximus has the exact same one. Okay. So okay. that's not very helpful. Yeah. Or the gold one? What's that? Is it the gold one? The Aura yes. Allure? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And that gun leaks so bad. I've called the company several times, but the mist is beautiful. So I actually okay. came up with a trick of how to fix that. So message me if you want that trick. <laughs> um, and then, okay. Yeah. So did you just say just the machine or you want no, a solution, solution as well? Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. So I am a big fan of perfect glow. Okay. And I am like a tan chemist and I will mix those things like nobody's business. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're great because she does it through DHA level. So for some reason, my brain does very well with like bronzers and DHAs where I know how to like mix them. It's like my brain just connects. But then I also use Obsidian. Mm -hmm. um, that's the one that I call Double Dark and people love it. Mm -hmm. And I just took a course with Unfiltered to learn how to um, 
mix their solutions yeah, and Carla, yeah. Do the same yeah 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 she's got great products yeah, yeah so those are my those are my three awesome i love awesome yeah there's there's no shortage of great products out there and like you're you're just like so many people that have been in the industry for any amount of time they're not really mm -hmm. using one product they're mixing yeah. probably different brands too it's it's all over the place <laughs> yeah well and i've used i feel and i feel like everyone should do this don't go off of just what I love to use because my climate is different. My clients yeah. are different. You need to be getting samples from everyone and then going through them and figuring out, you know, what works best for your brain when you're mixing stuff and your clients. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So you mentioned this earlier training and certifications. You said you went through uh, Kelly's, um, you went through Kelly's. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I took one other one, like million dollar tan. Okay. And, um, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's just thrown in there anyways. Uh, yeah. 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 Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You took the advanced training with Jimmy, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Lots of, lots of, any, anything else, any other recent ones? No, I mean, I want to reach out to um, Spray Tans by Stephanie and do her contour one. Um, yeah, she's awesome, Stephanie. She's great. been doing so cool. And like I said, everyone takes different training and then like they morph it into their own. Exactly. And so just seeing her work, that's one thing that's on my goal for 2020 is cool. we'll do that one again. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I would... I usually tr would say I would challenge people to take one and then run with it and see what you can do. Now, if you hit a, oh, yes. a, a, a roadblock then figure something out, but I feel oh, like yeah. you're, like you said, you're going to morph it into your own anyway. So you have to just go with it oh, and yeah. start doing it. But I guess I should clarify. I didn't take all of these the same time. I took yeah. spray tan class, felt like I perfected my, my craft. I was ready to add on contouring to my service a year in. Yeah. So then I did that. And then, you know, Jimmy just released his, how long ago was it? Oh, that was in May. April, yeah. Like May, that was very yeah. recent. Yeah. So just that one, you know, so I guess I should have clarified. I didn't yeah. take all of those. That would be very overwhelming. <laughs> not helpful. Be. It would be for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, Tisha, this has been nothing short of amazing. I, I'm so thankful for your time. Before I ask the last question, I just want to thank you and say if anybody wants to reach out or would like to. Uh, I already told them what to say to you, but how do they reach out to you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Definitely reach out to me through Instagram. If you reach out to me through Facebook, I won't see it. So uh, that's why you don't me answer me. I know. I'm so sorry. Goodness. I spend all of my time on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing with you. I don't I ever go on Instagram. So it's fine. That's funny. We're opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so Instagram, I'll, and we'll post that down below the sun gun. Um, is that what it is? Is it at the yes, sun? the sun gun tanning? Okay. At Gmail. There's another company that popped up in, like Arizona or something that has my um, same name. So make sure you okay. go to the right one. Okay. We'll make sure to link that stuff down below us uh, again, Tisha. It's been great so far and, and getting, obviously you're part of our sonless family, but it's always nice. Like I told you before we started recording mm -hmm. to get to know people on a more uh, intimate level, I guess, and just learn more about you and, and your, your life and your business. It's been wonderful. Um, and I'm looking forward to continue to watching you grow uh, in your business and personally as well. Um, and really cool what you're doing in the community there, by the way, with the hustle project that you have. Going yes. On. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if, if the last question is, if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, 
what would you say? I know it was only two years ago, but what would you say to yourself? Wow, it feels like 12 years. <laughs> make sure, make sure you get paid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Make sure you get um, your money. <laughs> yeah. I would, if I was writing a letter to myself, I would say, okay, Tisha, you're going to take your course, your training course. Now your next step is that you need to take a marketing course through Instagram or whatever platform, because if you don't know how to market yourself, your technique isn't going to matter. So you need to do that. And then your next step would be um, just getting out in your community and collaborating with giveaways Mm -hmm. and building that local following and learn, take another course on time management. So you still have time to spend time with your family. Absolutely. Cause at the end of the day, that's, that's what really matters. And Tisha just gave you this, her, her quick step-by-step process. So I, I love that. Uh, that's a great letter to yourself. I'm sure you would appreciate that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much again for your time. It was wonderful. Uh, I loved, I loved your story. I'm, I'm going to be definitely, we'll stay connected. I guess I'll have to just wait for the long response times on Facebook. I'll stick with it. <laughs> I'll check it every day for you, Greg. Just for you. I appreciate it, Tisha. Thanks so much for your time. I know you're super busy with your family and your business. We appreciate it, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been you're awesome. You're welcome. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye.